This is the Confident Moms podcast, and I'm your host, Laura Dry. This is the podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, all things confidence, and really, because it's my podcast and I get to make the rules, we're going to be just talking about all the things on the heart of a confidence-seeking, fun-loving, imperfect mom, that's me, who is looking to empower other moms to be themselves and to tune into their own hearts. I am super passionate about sharing the tools that have changed my world and my life. And that is why in 2019, I became a certified life coach. I coach moms primarily, and I am a mom myself. I have four kids of my very own. And with that, if you are listening and you are a mom, you know, every day is a new adventure. And that is a really positive way to look at motherhood on some of those not so great days. But I do believe that we can choose to believe that every day with our kids and every day in motherhood is a new adventure. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about showing up messy. And I've entitled this episode, I've never done this before. And when I say this, I'm referring to a podcast. I have never recorded a podcast before. This is all new and a little bit scary. And this is, of course, episode number one. And the one thing that has allowed me to show up for this recording of my very first podcast is the thought, I've never done this before, and I'm expecting it to be bad. I'm expecting to be bad at it. Now, with that said, if we are talking a little bit about confidence and how this relates to confidence, um, I think sometimes we get this idea that in order for us to do something, we have to feel confident in it first. And I want to offer that this is really actually backwards. And as a perfectionist, a recovering perfectionist, I should say, um, this idea that I need to be good at things in order to do things has in the past and sometimes still right now stops me from actually making progress and becoming who I really am. It stops me from taking action. It stops me from learning. It stops me from actually becoming confident in things because I don't actually even start them because I'm too worried that I'm going to not be good at it. And so making this shift from perfectionism, which says you can't do that because you might fail. Don't do that because you might be embarrassed. Don't do the thing because you're going to be really bad at it and make a fool of yourself. All of those thoughts and the perfectionism tendencies that some of us might have stop us from actually becoming confident in the thing. We don't actually need to be confident in something before we do it. The doing of it is what creates more confidence. And so this is one of the biggest lies that we can tell ourselves is that we need to be good at the thing in order to do it. So today I'm showing up. I'm showing up in all my messiness. I'm telling myself that I'm actually going to maybe be bad at this. I'm going to look back at this episode in a hundred episodes from now and think to myself, wow, that was bad. But only because I'm comparing it to the me who's done it a hundred times and has become really 
confident in it. I want you to think about maybe some of the things that um, you or that you stop yourself from doing because you don't feel confident. We actually don't want this. We don't want to not be taking action in our lives, to not be trying new things, to not be um, changing and starting new things or doing things differently because we're afraid that we're not going to be good at them because that is the only way that we can get good at things. Second part that I really want to talk about is having some trust in yourself, having some trust in your heart to lead and guide you to do the things that you actually want to be doing. So, um, my heart has been telling me for quite a while, you need to get on and do a podcast. You need to share your voice. You need to share some of the things that, um, that you were thinking. And I, because of those perfectionist tendencies that I sometimes have, my brain gets all in the way. My brain likes to take over and it likes to offer me doubts and it likes to offer me things that I might think other people might be thinking of me. And again, it doesn't have to be perfect. Not everybody has to love or like it. You will become confident in the thing by doing it. And the thing that I like to fall back on is what is my heart telling me? And am I acting on that? Am I listening to my heart more than I'm listening to my head? Because my heart is a little more truthful to me than my head is. My head likes to offer me all sorts of lies. My my heart doesn't normally offer me lies. And I can put more of my trust in my heart. So why not follow my heart, even if it's messy? Why not allow myself to do the things, even if I'm not super good at it? And what might that look like for you? What might it look like for you to follow and trust your heart more than your head? One of the other things that I've been thinking about as I've thought about um, showing up, showing up for things and being bad at it and never doing things before and still trying them anyways, um, is what we sometimes make it mean when we don't show up the way that we want to, or when maybe we aren't good at doing things right out of the gate or the first time that we do them. What do we make that mean? And this goes back to like what's happening in our minds rather than in our heart. Um, A few examples that I want to share with this of what we make things mean as it comes to trying new things. Um, Before I became a mom, um, strangely, I had amazing confidence in being a mom, even though I had never been a mom before. And I think I was able to feel that confidence because my thoughts aligned with that. I for as long as I can remember, was so excited to be a mom. I couldn't wait to be a mom. I couldn't wait for all of the things, even though I had no idea really what all of the things were. But in my mind, I had created a a really positive story and spin around what being a mom would look like 
And so my, I, I did feel confidence before I was a mom. Then, then I became a mom <laughs> and it was a little bit different than the expectations I had in my mind. It was a little bit different than the story that I had of how it would go. And maybe as a mom, you can relate to this, but particularly as I move into the season of teenagers in my life, I have a 14 year old and a 12 year old. So I've, um, I'm well into, um, experience with teenagers, um, or a teenager and almost having two teenagers. I have to be honest that when my daughter turned 13, and to be fair, I'm not sure that the teenage years always just start with the number 13. I think we maybe reach those years some sometimes a little bit ahead of the number. And so maybe I have a little bit more experience that I'm giving myself credit for. But nonetheless, dealing with teenagers, before my kids turned 13, I really didn't have, or when they were babies, I really didn't have that experience dealing with teenagers. So why would I, when I'm struggling or having a hard time with my teenagers, choose to believe that I'm bad at it, choose to believe that I'm a bad mom? Like I just haven't ever done it before. So you know what? I'm going to choose to believe that I've never done this before and I'm going to allow myself to be bad at it, right? Why not? How to be bad at something? I am just going to allow myself to be bad at being a mom of teenagers. And the more experience I get with being a mom to teenagers, the more things I will try, the more books maybe I'll read, or the more um, things I will learn from my kids and other people around me and their experiences. There's so many ways that we can learn and I can pick and choose the things that speak to me and my heart and my family, and I can get better at it. And I actually get better at it from being a mom of teenagers, from failing in the line of duty as a mom to to my teenagers, from losing my temper with my teenagers and deciding to begin again and deciding what I didn't like about that and how I want to change that. This is how we learn. This is why being able to show up to things in our life with no experience is actually the best way to become confident and the best way to gain the experience that we need. Another example is being a coach. In 2019, I went to coach school, never done it before. And I actually struggled a little bit because I figured I was going to be such an amazing coach. And I'd listened to lots of coaching and I'd had a coach and I thought, this is easy. This will be so simple, piece of cake. And then I went to coach school and it was hard, you guys. It was challenging and I wasn't really good at it right away. And it has taken years of practice and years of um, being able to show up, being willing to show up messy and not perfect in order to become more confident in that, in order to get better. And that is a continuous um, learning curve. I am always getting better. And the only way we can get better at things is, 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 is when we are willing to show up. Another example is me at my kickboxing class. I started out, me and my husband going to this kickboxing class, and I love to be good at things and actually not 
doing things that I kind of suspect I might be bad at is something that I do quite often. I don't really want to be in a situation where I'm embarrassed or uncomfortable with how I showed up doing something. And so sometimes I avoid those things. But um, me and my husband had decided to join this gym, this kickboxing gym. And I strut in there thinking, I'm going to just be so good at this. I have um, have experience with kickboxing in the past at another workout gym that I went to. My husband, I figured, you know, I'd be better at him than it. So it's like that fake confidence, that um, um, arrogant confidence that maybe I, I walked in there with. And I actually had to swallow my pride a little bit because I wasn't the best kickboxer in there. And I did need those trainers to teach me. And it sometimes takes being humble and willing to really suck at things and still choosing to feel good about yourself. And you can do that by expecting, either expecting to not be good at to be good at it and show up anyway, show up messy, or to remind yourself that, of course, you're not good at it. You've only been doing it this for a day, or you've only been doing this for a year, or you've only just begun. And giving yourself a little bit of compassion for where you are at on your journey, knowing that if you continue to show up and if you continue to just expect that you're not going to be perfect at things, that you will get better and to notice the improvements that you're making and compare that to where you started. Um, Another great example is communication with my husband. When I first got married, I didn't know how to communicate super well with my husband. I'd never been married before. I didn't really know how that relationship was going to work for me. And it's been, oh my gosh, if my husband's listening to this, I am so bad at remembering how many years I've been married, our anniversary. (laughs) He's the one that keeps tabs on those sorts of things. So I'm pretty sure we've been married for 17 years. Um, I'm not willing to bet on it, but I'm pretty sure. It's taken 17 years of marriage. And I got to be honest with you, I'm still not a super good communicator some of the time. And this is what I mean. We got to be willing to just keep showing up messy, being willing to learn from maybe showing up not so perfectly and not making that mean something super negative about us. Because when we do that, when we show up and we tell ourselves, you know what? I'm just actually not going to do this anymore because I failed. Sorry, this isn't for me. We can make some of these messy attempts to start doing things and learning things mean that we're a failure, that it isn't for me. Or you can decide to make it mean that this is my first try. You can decide to make it mean that you are one try closer to being better at this thing, that you are determined to be to, to gain the confidence that you need in this thing by continuing to show up and letting it be, be messy, by continuing to listen to your heart that's telling you, hey, I want to be somebody that has an awesome podcast. I want to be somebody that is able to communicate with my husband without arguing, without a battle. I want to be somebody 
who is learning how to speak to my teenagers and how to understand them better. I want to be somebody who's able to just show up and coach somebody at their highest level and allow them to gain awareness that's going to change their life. I want to be somebody who can do a high kick and can be healthy and strong as an old grandma with grandkids. These are all things that my heart tells me, that my heart leads me in so that I actually show up and do the things even when it's messy, even when it doesn't look perfect, even when it's hard. I have to tell you that growing up, I really struggled with perfectionism. I was that teenager who would stay up until three in the morning doing a project that I had already done, but that I redid and remade to look super pretty and it had to be super perfect. And it was almost like if I didn't stay up till three in the morning, it wouldn't be perfect enough. And so it's so easy for us to have that in our minds that showing up for things takes a really, really long time, or we can't show up for things unless it's at a certain level. But what if that's actually not true? What if me showing up for this podcast today with an idea to share and just showing up, sharing what is on my heart is exactly where I needed to start. This is exactly where I needed to start in my confidence journey of creating a podcast. And that can be an inspiration to somebody who thinks it needs to be really complicated or really hard or really perfect. Because when we think it needs to be all of those things, the only thing that tends to happen is that we don't do the thing, is we continue to just think about doing the thing, is we continue to think about that we'll do that thing in the future and we never just get started. We never just let it get be messy. We never just get to learn from starting and having it be not perfection by having it be not messy. So number one, I want you to notice where your perfectionism, where your tendency to want things to or need things to be perfect so that you can avoid feeling that dread or that regret or that shame of what other people might think stops you from actually becoming somebody who has the things that you want, because that is hard either way to be able to deal with maybe not being perfect at it, how to be bad at it and do it anyways. That's going to take some humbleness. That's going to be uncomfortable, but how uncomfortable is it going to be in five years from now when you haven't even started the thing because you're too afraid of failing at it, because you're too afraid of not being perfect at it. In five years from now, I promise you, if I continue with my podcast, I am going to be amazing at doing podcasts because I'm going to have five years experience of being really bad at it. The second part, trusting your heart. If it's coming from your heart, it's something worth being bad at in order to get good at it. It's worth being bad at in order to create confidence in that thing. What is your heart telling you to do? Is your heart telling you to just stick it out and be patient, learning how to deal with a difficult teenager? Is your heart telling you to keep trying 
at that plan to move your body more? Is your heart telling you that you can be a better communicator with your husband? Whatever it is that your heart is telling you you want to be, you want to become, you want to do, listen to those things. Those are things worth being bad at. And the third thing, being really aware of what you're making your failures mean. If you make your failures, if you make being bad at things mean you should stop doing them or that it's not for you or X, Y, and Z, whatever your brain is telling you, it's too embarrassing. People think you're ridiculous. Whatever it is, you have a choice to choose intentionally that what you were going to make those things mean instead so that you will continue with them so that you have the opportunity to become confident in them. You are one day closer to being better at this thing if you start today doing it. it if it was your first try, remind yourself and have compassion. Yep, I'm expecting to be bad at this because it's the first time I've ever done it. And that alone, that mindset shift will help you start taking action and doing the things that you haven't been doing because you're allowing yourself to just do them messy. You're allowing yourself to do them and be bad at it because you've never done them before. Can I just say that again? You don't have to expect that you're going to be perfect at the thing if you've never done it before. So giving you full permission to go out there in the world and do some of the things and to continue going even when you think you're not good at it or even when you've just started. Thank you for being here with me today. I look forward to sharing with you more episodes on the Confident Moms podcast and showing up and showing you how confidence grows as we show up and do things messy. Have a great week, you guys. See you next time.